Ah, we are having a good time here at the South Point. Welcome to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian and even longer time sports fan. We're here to have some laughs. We're here to talk about sports. We're here to talk about gambling, all sorts of fun stuff on today's show. Show number 10. This is our 10th show. We're completing our second week here at the South Point Casino. Take a look behind me. The activity will be big tonight because we got a lot of action in the sports book happening. We appreciate you guys watching the show. Please click that subscribe button. I hate to sound like some uh, millennial always getting you to, hey, quick to like, just, just do it for me, please. All right, just click subscribe. Tell your friends about the show. We're having a blast. Tenth uh, episode, and uh, we've had a great week. I mean, this week we had Chris Harrison. We had Murray Sawchuk, Kevin Belenkoff. We had uh, uh, Dwayne Kaluch, the Kaluch. He was great. Uh, lots of good things on today's show as well. I also want to point out today is National Chicken and Waffles Day. Uh, I'm not a fan. I am not a fan. These national days are getting out of hand, as you know. Uh, if you Google it, there's like four or five things a day that's national day. But chicken and waffles, don't get it. I don't like to mix stuff. Uh, Ryan, never once in my life have I ever had cake and ice cream. When I'd go to a party as a kid, even, see, you're giving me the weird look. Yeah, you're People are like, oh, out. we have cake and ice cream. I'm like, I'll have cake today. Maybe I'll have ice cream. Never both. Probably <laughs> cake. Ice cream? I'm not a giant ice cream guy. But uh, I just don't mix cake and ice cream. I don't mix driving and texting. But if I do have to drive and text, I'm really good at it. No, it's probably illegal here in Nevada, right? Yeah. Illegal everywhere. It's illegal everywhere. <laughs> well, it's Nevada. <laughs> Wild West. I thought yeah. you could text and drive and drink yeah. a beer while driving down the street. Of course. Yeah. As long uh, as it's in a some, paper bag. And that's Ryan McCormick, our producer, Ryan. Uh, Ryan Spice Welcome McCormick. to Double Ryan, Is there anything you like to, uh, that you don't like to mix like me, like cake and ice cream don't go together? No, I'm not weird. Um, <laughs> if I'm eating it, I'll... I have no problem mixing it together. Like with breakfast, Yeah. if syrup gets in my eggs, no problem. See, that might be a thing you brought up there. With chicken and waffles, I don't like syrup. I'm not a maple syrup guy. Right. And there goes our friendship. Ladies and gentlemen, you just saw the breakup of Frank Do you and just, Ryan. You don't like sweet stuff? I, I like sweet, but I don't. for breakfast, I want like breakfast food. I don't like just maple. bland. I don't like pancakes. Yeah. I've never what had coffee. What do you like? I'm I'm a I'm a weird cat, man. I'm just saying. Uh, cake Do and you ice eat cream. breakfast? They don't belong together. <laughs> Chicken and waffles don't belong together either. Uh, that is Ryan. He is on camera and on the computer, reading live comments and researching anything that comes up during our live show. That's right. Punch lines, lines live in Nevada every show. Any live comments? Anything exciting so far? Um, Bob Dell says no hot beverages. No hot beverages. Bob knows that about me. By the then, way, Bob uh, worked yeah. at Wendy's. Do you remember the other day when we were talking about Florida man? We had the Florida man and how the, they threw an alligator in the Wendy's, in the Wendy's uh, drive-thru window. Bob worked at Wendy's. That was his summer job in high school. He worked at Wendy's for like two or three years. And he, he scolded me. He goes, how could you forget the thing I taught you about Wendy's? Now, if you, we've all been to a Wendy's. I'm going to give you some inside scoop about Wendy's, Ryan. And there's Jerry. Is Jerry oh, Jerry's on the show. I thought we got a shot of Jerry real quick. Preparing the camera. If you get something at Wendy's at the drive-thru, before they hand you the bag, by the way, Wendy's supposed to face you. That was part of the thing. McDonald's trains you. Golden Arches go out. They call something at Wendy's. Bob taught me this. Gator that order. Did you gator that order? I heard him one day say it at work because I came down to hang out and visit him, get a free Frosty. He hooked me up. Gator means get all the order right. G-A-T-O-R. He's like, how the hell did you miss explaining to people what Gator is. Yeah, he commented that, and I missed it out. I missed that on it. <laughs> well, anyway, Bob, there you go. Uh, on today's show, let's talk about what's happening today. Let's not talk about past shows. Uh, we have Josh Yowie. I'm very excited. Josh Yowie is here, uh, senior writer for The Athletic, which is a huge website where a lot of people get their sports information, including myself. Josh is currently in St. Louis. He didn't really describe St. Louis as a great place to be, but that's because the Penguins are playing there tomorrow, so he'll be covering the Penguins. He will be on the show coming up. And later today, Brendan Gaughan, who I haven't met yet. Brendan Gaughan, I'm very excited, former NASCAR racer, part of the South Point legacy here. So uh, Brendan will be coming in on the show. And uh, big show. And it's a football Friday. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am wearing a Jerome Bettis Steeler shirt brought into us by Sean, who works on the show, because I, uh, I only had a Steeler. Mine's not a jersey. I have a Steeler shirt that I was going to wear. Instead, I went with Jerome Bettis. And it makes sense because oh, I want to talk gosh. about celebrity birthdays uh, today. And uh, we're going to start off with, uh, it's, uh, oh, by the way, oh, by the way, I love, Steelers are playing the Rams. That's why this kind of ties in because we stole, we literally stole Jerome Bettis from the Rams. He was 24 years old. The Rams thought he was already washed up. Ryan, how old are you? 23. If you played for the Rams, they would think you're on the verge of being washed up. 
I, they'd probably be be right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jerome Bettis, uh, we traded, uh, along with the Rams' third-round pick in 1996, the Steelers uh, got... Uh, their second round pick in 96 and fourth round picks in 97 draft. Anyway, we we stole Jerome Bettis from the Rams. He went on to have a Hall of Fame career, won a Super Bowl, retired after he won the Super Bowl in Detroit, his hometown. Is that not a storybook? And uh, I, ju I just love that. And uh, Jerome Bettis, thank you uh, for being my favorite running back of all time. Him and Franco Harris. So, And I've met both of them, which is, whoa, dropping names again. Look out. Uh Let's uh, let's talk about what we should do. Are we talking about the beautiful animation? Did we already roll that? Okay. Uh, I want to talk about the Steelers. The Steelers' biggest fan is me. Second biggest fan is Snoop Dogg. Today, ladies and gentlemen, there he is wearing a Steeler jersey. Is that a 75? He's wearing a Mean Joe Green. Yeah. Today, Snoop Dogg is 50. Snoop Dogg is 52 years old. I remember when he came up on the scene and he was like 20, 21. You remember back in the California gangster rap days, right, Ryan? Yeah, of course. Of course you do. Yeah. Back in the early 90s when your parents were 17. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right so Snoop Dogg, and Snoop Dogg, man, he is not a fan of Matt Canada. We're not rolling that clip because we can't, we don't have him ripping Matt Canada to shreds, do we? No, we don't. No, we can't. We can't because we can't bleep it. There's only so many bleeps we're allowed per show. Snoop Dogg uh, wants Matt Canada, the Steelers offensive coordinator, fired. And he's very vocal about it. You can Google it after this show. It's on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, so Snoop Dogg. I've actually worked with Snoop Dogg. I'm dropping a lot of names on this show, ladies and gentlemen. But I uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the show Snoop and Martha, where they would do, like, it was like a cooking show and talk show. So uh, I worked on that show. I was, I was coming in to do some warm-up. And I had met Snoop years before. I didn't know if he'd remember. So anyway, before the show, they're like, hey, Snoop wants to say hello to you. So uh, I went backstage, and there's Snoop. Uh, outside he's outside the stage he's outside and uh, he's smoking uh which is legal in california it's legal here right you yep. can smoke yeah yep. so he's smoking some weed and he, his eyes are barely open he's like what's up frankie you know and he remembered me he's like pittsburgh fan and he goes to give me like the cool handshake and i went to do the regular handshake and it was really awkward so here's my big moment to like you know have a cool handshake with snoop totally fumbled it totally fumbled it but got to talk to him for a second, and he's like, you want some? I'm like, I have to work. I can't, no. I, I, I'm not a weed guy anyway. But I'm like, no, uh, you. that's how he functions. He's amazing. But Snoop Dogg, huge Steeler fan. His, uh, his son, Cordell Brodus, went to Gorman. His, uh, his last year at Gorman was my freshman year in high school. We talk about Bishop Gorman all the time. That's the big school here locally yep. here in Vegas. Yeah, and he named his son Cordell after Cordell Stewart, the, the Pittsburgh quarterback. That's how big of a Steeler fan is. He named one of his children Cordell. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, right? All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> Another birthday. Another big birthday. Now, this has to do with Jerome. This has to do with Jerome Bettis because it's also John Krasinski's birthday from The Office. John Krasinski, better known as, there he is. There he is. There he is. is Jim. And then there's him trying to be anything but Jim. Since then, he's done, uh, what's, what's the Jack Ryan show on uh, Amazon Prime? I don't know if you've ever watched it. Good show. But when he's running sometimes, I'm like, that's, that's Jim from The Office. I can't take him as an international spy. And I wait for him to look at, like when the spies are like, you're about to die, Mr. Ryan. I expect him to look at the camera and go, like that, like Jim <laughs> uh, from The Office. But, you know, uh, one of my favorite episodes of The Office is the convention where Michael and Jim go to the convention, or, or Michael goes to the convention and Jim had left and had gone on to work in, uh, was it Albany? Where the hell did he go? No, it wasn't Albany. Connecticut. He was working in Connecticut. Stanford. Stanford, Connecticut. And uh, Jerome Bettis is in that episode. See how everything ties together? We're talking Steelers-Rams this weekend. I'm wearing the Bettis jersey. He was in that episode, and Michael goes up and tells Jerome Bettis, hey, I'm having a party up in my room. Do you want to come? And Jerome Bettis is like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> um, are you a fan of The Office? Yeah, I love The Office. I've watched it about six, seven times all the way through. Yeah, I've probably watched it like 10 or 12 times. All it's the one of those through. shows that you can just leave on in the background and – Ryan, pick up wherever. This is why we're friends again. See, we we, I, we lost each other on the chicken and waffles and the maple syrup. We're back. Ryan and I are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, because I, you know, I just I uh, I don't like chicken and waffles. But um, the Office is the best show to watch. I skip when Michael Scott leaves. It kind of goes downhill. Let's be honest. I'd agree. There's some funny episodes like when they go to uh, Robert California's pool party and they have that. I love that episode. But uh, the Michael Scott episodes are the best. And the building is not too far. I've actually gone to see where they shot the Office. We went and saw the building. It's kind of cool. During COVID, you really couldn't do much. So we went and looked at a lot of uh, – cool. we went and watched where Modern Family is filmed. And uh, it's only sunny in Philadelphia. And you don't get out of the car, really. And then you went home and 
ordered Arby's at 10 p.m. Second dinner. All right. All right. Uh, last night. Uh, oh, we wanted to also mention who? Who else? Uh, well, we've got a couple. We've got Zapka's birthday. Oh, yeah. My God. The fi- I forgot the final birthday. Ladies and gentlemen, the biggest villain from the 80s, William Zapka. Call him Billy Zapka from the Karate Kid. There he is. Get him a body bag. Get him a body bag. Yes, Mr. Lawrence. Do you have a problem with that, Mr. Lawrence? Sweep the leg. Yeah, I mean, he's an all-Valley legend. Let's admit it. Uh, he's 58 years old today. Just a badass in the 80s. He was always like the, the preppy high schooler and quite a few. Just one of the guys, I think, too. But, I mean, awesome. He, how good was Cobra Kai? Did you watch Cobra Kai? I haven't. Oh, my God. And did you watch Cobra Kai? I'm the only one who watched Cobra Sean? Jo- oh, my God, Jerry. Uh, anyway, Cobra Kai is excellent. It started on YouTube, where we started. So, there you go. See how that all tied in? And, uh, yeah, happy birthday, Billy Zapka. And then we had one more. Yeah, well, so there was a story with it. So yeah, there was the, the thing? your connection uh, meeting, <laughs> and then uh, you were gonna ask if I had met anybody. Oh I yeah, I wanted to ask met... if you've ever met anyone. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I taught, I, I dropped names. I dropped Jerome Bettis. I met Jerome. I met Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I've never met John Krasinski. And pronounce John Krasinski's last name, please, for me. Krasinski? No, uh, he gets it right. Before the show, he was like Krakankinki. He couldn't pronounce <laughs> That's not what it. I said. This is BS. Krasinski. Uh, every time he mispronounced it. So yes, uh, what was well, the other so one? So growing up, one Have of my ever met anyone foundational famous? memories, memories, excuse me, um, as a Bears fan, my pop uh, took me to meet Dick Buckus. Oh, that's amazing. And so I got to meet him when I was 10, 11 years old. Is that you right there? Yep. Look at little Ryan. Look and at that. And there's a, another picture with my pop. Um, I love that you're those... already sitting at a desk. This is kind of what you do now. Look at sitting at a desk, talking to famous people like myself and Dick Butkus. It's exciting for you. Both of those men uh, were great role models in their yeah. own right. Um, and both of them have recently yeah, passed away. Sorry to hear about your um, grandfather. Oh, I didn't know that. And Dick Butkus just a week ago. Yeah, it's all right. It's a very cherished memory. Yeah, right. Um, That's amazing. And one of his, my pop's role models was Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle. Who, also was born on this date. Today's Mickey Mantle's birthday, uh, 1931. Wow, 1931. He would have been 92. Sadly, he only lived to be, I believe, 63 years old. Um, but, you know, you can buy a piece of Mickey Mantle right now. Did you see this? You can, in, you for $7, which was his jersey number, you can buy a share in his childhood home in Oklahoma. I don't know if, I don't, that's kind of morbid. That's kind of weird. But I guess if you're a diehard Yankee fan like Billy Crystal might do this, you can buy a share of his home for $7. So if you if you're a big Mickey Mantle fan and you want to own if you want to if you want to say you're a property owner in Oklahoma, then you got seven bucks lying around. Maybe make a bet tonight. Maybe you took the Grand Salami last night, which hit in the NHL. You could own a piece of Mickey Mantle's home. I don't know what that really will get you, but pretty interesting. Uh, okay, let's go on to last night, right? Sure. Last night, uh, the uh, the PBR tour is here. PBR. When I hear PBR, I thought Paps Blue Ribbon, but it actually means professional bull riding. Uh, and they were here last night. At the South Point, there is a horse arena here at the South Point. Just another great reason to come down and see us here at the South Point. Watch us do the show live right here in the sports book. But in the arena, I went over there. Jerry, uh, who works on the show here, took me over and got me in. So I did a little video piece uh, and met some cowboys and saw some bulls. So let's take a look now. Here All we right, go. I'm on my way to the PBR Challenger Cup. It's going to be fun. My first rodeo ever. I'm going to go in. Should be a good time. Uh, apparently, I have a free ticket. I just got to meet the guy out front wearing a hat. Yeah, the guy with the hat. So this should be That's twice Rattlesnake. Damn Rattlesnake on me. Uh, I'm about to go in to see some of the bull riding, but I have to get my ticket, and they told me the guy in the cowboy hat has it. Do you have my, do you have my ticket? <laughs> the guy in the cowboy hat's all they told me. That's everything. Right, it's almost bull riding time. And when you think bull riding, you think the red hot chili peppers, ladies and gentlemen. This is really cool. We're here at the South Point Casino. It's about to happen. People getting last minute refreshments, last minute clothing items. Look, I just spotted Bigfoot, the Yeti. Oh, the lights are out, baby. Here we go. We got some pyro happening. PBR and fire. Light it up. I love Pap's Blue Ribbon. Oh, wait, what? Oh, 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 that's professional bull riding, okay. Oh. And you think like me, you think beer. Get ready for pilot. And go. The professional Los bull riding Vegas. challenger Welcome championship. To the challenger series yes. championship. Oh.
steps. Opening ceremonies are over and they're heading backstage. And that's no bull. Here they come right now. Okay, I'm convinced this bull right here is uh, related to my duck Uh Ryan, can you put a side-by-side -side tree screen there? Put a side-by-side -side of my duck Jeffy Tom backseat of Jackie's car in your head, and Sorry. So we have a really hardworking cleanup crew here. Uh, one of the bulls kind of went on the course. Uh, one of the bulls went on the dirt there. They want you to go down and they could ask for help now. No, you're not going to do that. I didn't think so. <laughs> have a good night. Yeah, that's uh, that would ruin her, her instrument there. Very nice woman. I was talking to her before. Anyway. The championship, uh, PBR championship challenger, it's almost over. I gotta go back upstairs and work on the show, but I wanna thank everybody for letting me in here to check this out. First time seeing bull riding, it was amazing. And I'm gonna go collect on my bet that the bee would not ignite. So, see if Randy can tell, much like sports. See you. There you go, there's me filing a piece from the chair. It was really cool. I had never been to a bull riding competition. Uh, it was really, really, really uh, a cool event. Thank you to everyone at the South Point. And also, uh, Jack and Diane will be in your head all night and all week. And, and I apologize for that. Uh, but what a good time. And you know what I'm going to do, uh, Ryan? <clears throat> for the next time I do a little field piece, I like to do them on Fridays. I'm going to go ahead and go on Amazon and invest uh, maybe 10 bucks in one of those um, little microphones that you can put on your phone. What about holding the camera horizontally the whole time? Oh, you wanted landscape, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remembered that at a certain point. Yeah. yeah. Well, it keeps people at home on their toes. Exactly. It's fine. It's all fine. It, it looked great. Great job editing that, Ryan. Thank you. And thanks to everyone at the PBR, which, by the way, that video is getting a lot of hits from the PBR people on Twitter. So thank you, PBR fans. And they're still all over the hotel. There's cowboy hats plenty everywhere. Uh, let's just get on to our guests. Let's bring Josh in, right? Ladies and gentlemen, this gentleman and I met once before. And he's coming to us live from St. Louis, Missouri. He is the senior writer for The Athletic, which is gigantic. It's Josh Owe. Where's Josh? Josh, bring him in. There he is. What's up, buddy? Uh, well, first of all, I need to second the happy birthday wishes to the great William Zabka. I'm a huge Cobra Kai guy. And he also was in my favorite 80s movie ever, the Rodney Dangerfield classic, Back to School. Absolutely. He played villainous diver Chaz Osborne, who was just He was the greatest 80s snob villain ever. So it was like yeah. casting was like, all right, we need a preppy kid who's snobby and people, hey, get Zapka. <laughs> <laughs> and, and That's by, right. And by the way, no one else in the studios watched Cobra Kai. So, Josh, thank you for watching. It is a great guilty pleasure. So well done. So funny. And he and Ralph Macchio are unbelievable on the show. Oh, they are. No, it's I, I can't wait until the next season comes out. I guess the writer's strike has uh, held things up for a while, but it is phenomenal television. And if it's over, it's over. And thank God they brought it back because what a way to – it was just such a good show. So where are you coming to us? I think you're in St. Louis, right, because the Pens are there tomorrow. Uh, yes, I am in the uh, the downtown Weston in St. Louis, Missouri, as we speak. Uh, the Detroit-St. Louis road trip, not my favorite, but it's good to <laughs> get out early in the season. You don't want to go to like Vegas or Montreal or LA in the first month. So that's no, okay. I think the pens usually come to Vegas in January, right? January 20th Something this like year. It's January, always 
Yeah, and our buddy. Oh, the plot. Yeah, and our yeah. buddy. Yeah, exactly. And our buddy Bill Neofis will be out here, and Ryan and I will wager on that game for sure. Penguins versus the Knights. Uh, I had to wear a Knights jersey. I had to wear. A, I had to wear a Blackhawks jersey last week, Josh, when Chicago on opening night beat the Penguins. So I <laughs> it's the first time I've ever worn a non non Pittsburgh piece. Of on my body of anything, so I had the Blackhawks, and then I had to wear a Knights thing last week too. But the Knights, I don't mind. Well, no, that's not so bad, especially if you have an old flower Knights jersey. Because I know Mark Andre Fleury is such of a god in Vegas; it's unbelievable. Like I, really? he might be as big as he was in Pittsburgh, so that's okay. And you know the Blackhawk game opening night, weird stuff happens. I, I wouldn't get too worked up about it. Now you're in St. Louis, and it's it's what it's October. I spent the hottest day of my life in St. Louis, by the way. I, uh, we were shooting, it was an episode of Street Smarts, we were under the, the arch where there's no shade, and it was like 100 right. degrees, and the humidity was 400% or something insane. It was the worst. And then we went into Bush Stadium that night for a game, and I like was ready to pass out. I was like, I, I, got, I gotta go. <laughs> I never I never knew there was like a cool museum under the arch until a few years ago. I was really bored one day just walking around like, wow, there's a museum here, because there's not like a whole lot to do in St. Louis, so... At least there was that. But, yes, this is one of the hottest places in the world in the summer. It's not so bad right now, thankfully, yeah. but there's still not a lot to do. So it's a room service uh, city if ever there's been one these days. <laughs> hey, Ryan, do we have any people in St. Louis watching the show? And they left. No, it's fine. I said the same thing. Um, so, Josh, we met once before. Josh and I – well, let me explain this. Josh and I are in uh, something called The Chase that our, our mutual friend Bill has been doing for, I don't know, 30 years. It's 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 an NFL pick em, right? You pick against the spread – and it's a year-long competition. We throw a few bucks in. And uh, two years ago, uh, Josh and I were neck and neck. There's like 40 people in this, neck and neck. And on the last Sunday, I, you know, every game's played at the same time, right? So the playoffs, every that last Sunday, there's no night games. I take the Steelers because I always take my Steelers. And this guy, supposed Steelers fan, <laughs> you took the Ravens, did you not? Was it Cleveland or was it Baltimore? It was the Ravens. It was Roethlisberger's last game. Yes. Steelers won an overtime. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was in California, too. I believe you were nearby. Um, it, it actually gets worse. So you won by a game and you win. Um, also, I should add, my girlfriend is in her own league at work, and I usually do all of her picks for her. <laughs> That's so I, cheating. I sent her all for, she was tied. I sent her all of her picks, and she said, you know, Josh, I'm not picking Baltimore. So she she overruled, picked the Steelers. She won 1000 bucks <laughs> on her those. That was quite a weekend for me. Now, Josh is uh, Josh travels with the Penguins. Um, we met once before, and I don't know if you remember this because I barely remember it. But I vaguely the this, the the Penguins were in town in L.A. playing the Penguins, and you used to write for a, uh, another uh, sports on, online site, and you did meetups, and there was a meetup right. between the first and second period at a Kings game. It might have been second or third, but let's just say I was on my fifth or sixth beverage of the night. And I kind of went up, and you were kind of meeting and holding court with a lot of the people who subscribed to this. And I was like, Josh, I'm Bill's friend. Woo, Powers. Yeah, and you were like, oh, okay. And then we talked for a minute. I don't know. Do you remember that? No, I do. There was like a seven-foot-tall guy there, too. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that part. I yeah. think he's from Pittsburgh also. No, I called Bill immediately. I said, what the hell is wrong with your friend? <laughs> like, what? So he goes, oh, he's just drunk. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, there I was just like, look, the Penguins come to L.A. like once a year. So I went there, and we sat near the glass. It was me and my buddy Christian. And, uh, yeah, we had a good time. But uh, let's, oh, talk, yeah. let's talk about the Penguins. Um, uh, Carlson's been great. I know you wrote a great piece on The Athletic. If you don't, please go to The Athletic. It's one of the best sports sites you can cover. Eric Carlson's been a great addition, but the Penguins, they blew that lead opening night to Chicago. Uh, what's your take on so far the Penguin season? Um, in many ways, they kind of feel the same as last year yeah. in that – you have the star power, and the stars are still great. Crosby's been really good to start the season. Evgeny Malkin's been even better than expected. Um, and you mentioned Carlson. What he did in Detroit the other night in the third period, he's I mean, he's fun to watch when they're losing because he, he takes chances to begin with. But when they're losing, he just says, all right, forget about it. I'm just going <laughs> to – I'm not playing defense at all. I'm staying in the offensive zone. We're going to score some goals. It's, it's great theater. Um, no, the star power, the star power is there. But through a few, it's only been four games, but the, the bottom six forwards have been terrible. There's no depth scoring at all. Uh, some questions on the blue line. Tristan Jari's been okay, not great. Um, boy, Kyle Dubas, though, the new general manager in Pittsburgh, uh, he, he feels a little impatient these days. I don't think he's going to mess around. So 
If that continues, the struggles with the bottom six especially, I, I would not be surprised to see a deal in the not-too-distant future. There you go. Now, now Ryan, our producer, is a, he's a black – his parents are – a dad was from Chicago, right? Yep. So he yep. loves the Blackhawks. He loves the Bears. A moment of silence for the Bears. There you go. Don't worry, Marvin Harrison. Oh, Chicago sports. Marvin Harrison and uh, – it's coming, Caleb Williams. Uh, although Caleb Please Williams, no Caleb. Caleb Williams is going to ask for ownership. We won't even talk about that idiotic statement. So <laughs> I, that's I, what is this kid thinking? And then I saw today Caleb Williams go. You know, a lot of people would like to be in my size twelve and a halfs right now, but they can't. It's like, dude, what are what are you? People hate you already. All right, he's setting up to be the biggest bust. Yeah, ever. He's going to be Jamar Russell, oh. Russell part two. I, he's a little more talented, but anyway. So, uh, do you have a question for Josh? Any hockey you want to gloat about the, the Knights? What do you want to talk about? Well, it was. Really just Riley Smith's move to Pittsburgh. They add a whole lot of veteran players to try and win now in Crosby's window. Can they get it done? Well, Riley Smith has been terrific through four games. The funny thing about him, he didn't speak with the media after the trade, which is a little unusual. And there was all this speculation like, oh, maybe he's mad that he got traded. He was living in Vegas and just won a cup. Which would make sense, but, you know, I, I spoke with him on the first day of camp. I said, it's not a bad consolation prize as a winger to have two Hall of Fame centers, right? And and he agreed, and he has been with Evgeny Malkin from day one of training camp, and the chemistry between those two, they got together for a gorgeous goal in Detroit the other night. They've been great together, so that helps. Um, are the Penguins good enough to be a real Stanley Cup team? Uh, right now, my answer would be no. I think they're better because of Carlson and Riley Smith and some of the other additions. I think they're probably a playoff team. And you get into the playoffs. Listen, hockey, you don't know. Right. I mean, of all the major sports, I think hockey's the most wide open one from one year to the next. So you get in, you have a chance. But I still think they are a couple of pretty major depth pieces away. And with the salary cap situation, uh, I'm not saying Kyle Dubas can't pull that off, but it won't be easy. So we'll see how the season unfolds. But the, the window is closing. We all know that. Right. Maybe it already is closed. But they have to act quickly if they want this group to have one more run. Yeah, and, you know, Malkin, I, I know that you, they call him Mr. 101. I don't know if you know this. ESPN came out with the list of the top 100 players currently in the NHL. And and Malkin didn't make it. And I know, is that something that's adding to his fire? By the way, the guy's a, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer. He's one of the best 100 players of all time, wouldn't you say? And now he doesn't even, he doesn't even make the ESPN list. You know what? Maybe a little... Guys like Crosby, and especially Crosby, he's got a little bit of Michael Jordan in him and that he'll look for anything to get irritated by just to, to motivate him. So you think about these guys, they've literally won everything there is to, to win time and time again. So what keeps you going? Well, they'll look for little slights like that. They will. And Malkin does seem pretty motivated. And honestly, guys, I think the Penguins missing the playoffs last season. Malkin had never missed the playoffs. Right. Crosby only had his year in 2006. I think it had to wound the ego a little bit. Um, and I've had a lot of guys on the team tell me, man, there's something different about these two this year. There's like a, a different kind of energy, a different kind of fire than we've seen in the past. So, yeah, I think that motivated them quite a bit. Yeah. Now, you said they've pretty much won everything there is to win. But you know what they haven't won? The chase, the mm. NFL pick pull that I won that Josh did not win, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. <laughs> so, um, if you don't mind, uh, I know, I know, you're you're doing okay right now. I think you're you're in the middle of the pack. I'm in the middle of the pack this year. You got a bad start. Oh man, first two weeks just killed me. I almost had to take a loan out, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so listen, I, I I would love to switch gears to football. So, are you still following the Steelers pretty closely? Well, of course, you have to. I've I've an early flight out of St. Louis Sunday, so I'm home in time for the game at four o'clock Eastern. That's that's that helps you because they're playing the Rams. Uh, at 105 right. here. Yeah, so uh, the Steelers, I mean, uh, who scores more tomorrow? Who scores more? To, do the Penguins <laughs> score more goals than Matt Canada's <laughs> offense on Sunday? What do you think? I don't know. It's it's. I mean, if, it's if it's goals versus touchdowns, I'll certainly take goals. Yeah. Right. Um, I got to tell you, like, listen, I'm 43 years old. I've lived in Pittsburgh my whole life. I have never felt venom from Pittsburgh fans. Oh. Like I'm feeling toward the Steelers offense in general, but Canada in particular because – most of Pittsburgh will like make excuses for Kenny Pickett because we all want him to be so great. <laughs> right. Whether whether he is or isn't, it's never going to be his fault. So, I mean, I was at the Cleveland game, the Monday night game, when the Fire Canada chant started, and it was not one or two drunk yinzers. It was the whole stadium. <laughs> I mean, it was I mean, it was impossible not to notice. So it's it's going to be fascinating to see if if the offense keeps looking this bad. I know it's not the Steelers' way to make drastic changes. Yeah. 
You wonder if they're going to cave to the public pressure a little bit at some point, though. You know, I was watching. I was watching uh, before our show here. I was watching Pat McAfee's show. He's in OS. He's in Ohio State. He's in Columbus because uh, the big Penn State Ohio State game. And you know, all the people have signs. Three Fire Canada signs <laughs> in Columbus, Ohio. I mean, it's spreading, and that's like that's like Bengals. That's Browns territory, and there's one guy, three guys with different Fire Canada signs at an OSU game. Well, every time the Penguins give up a home a goal at home, now the Fire Canada chance start in the Penguins building. So it's it's definitely caught on. There's people at uh, professional wrestling events with Fire Canada signs. Um, <laughs> you got to feel, I feel for the man's family a little bit, quite frankly. You have <laughs> to, easy, right? I mean, you have and to. And the Penguins. And I don't, I don't, go ahead. I don't think he's any good, but I, I think they do have problems <laughs> other than him too. Yeah. So it's very difficult for me to figure this all out. It really is, man. I mean, and even when the Penguins, they go to the, is it the Lincoln Memorial or the Capitol Steps? They were doing the Fire Canada there when they won in Washington. Yeah, oh, yep, that's right. But listen, he had a week off. So did he just, did he do anything? <laughs> did he look, did he, did they add anything to the playbook? I just saw they, they cut right before the show. They cut Gunner. They, they cut Gunner. Uh, they, they cut him. Gunner Olszewski's name. I think it's Krasinski. I think it's pronounced Krasinski. Is it Krasinski? <laughs> but anyway, they cut, they cut him. So I don't know why they didn't cut him two weeks ago after he fumbled or when he stepped out of bounds. But he's gone. A step in the right direction. And Pat Fryermuth got hurt in practice again today, I guess. So he's oh, out. Oh, no. Really? I didn't see that. Oh, man. Well, yeah. That hasn't affected the line. The line's still three and a half. So the, the, uh, we're getting, yeah, we're getting, we're getting that, that hook, as we like to call it here in Vegas. Steelers plus three and a half. I like that bet. I don't like that they're traveling the three time zones, you know, but right. um, I'm probably going to bet them. I mean, are, do, you, do you bet on games? I know, well, you can't, well, you get the Rivers in Pittsburgh. You can bet. I mean, but. Oh, I'm Dude, I, I might walk over to Illinois so I can use my FanDuel app at some point today because it doesn't work in Missouri. Like, it's 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 in play. Um, There's the line. I, I kinda, it's a tough game. The Steelers usually don't play well in the West, mm -hmm. but it is after a bye week. Tomlin's record after bye weeks is pretty good. Yeah. Stafford can't move. Um, and TJ Watt's fine. He hurt his heel, but he's going to play. So I like that. But I also think the Rams have a couple of receivers the Steelers won't be able to cover. Yeah. So I'm actually all over the place. I'm, I'm leaning Steelers. I like that extra half point. Yeah. I wouldn't like it quite as much if it was three. Probably leaning Steelers. Boy, it feels like a 50-50 game, though, doesn't it? It really does. And, and McVay, I mean, you got to forget, McVay's still a great coach. He's, you know. And oh, this, yeah. And this is the third home game in a row for the Rams. Now, the, the, the Steelers are coming up on a nice three-game stretch after this game. So, man, if they could win this game, then they have, they have Jacksonville. Oh. And, yeah, that would be really nice. But uh, we just, yeah, when they fly west, although it will be kind of like a Steeler game. Um, it's not as much um, as the Charger fans give up their seats, but the Rams game, there'll still be a lot of black and gold. Oh, I know there will be a lot. Yeah, if they can just split the next two against Jacksonville and the Rams, yeah. say they're, that would make them what, four and three. Schedule really softens up. Yeah. But you got Tennessee and Green Bay at home the next two weeks after that. So yeah. uh, we shall see. Um, it, it's just, boy, it's been a strange thing. The, the expectations for them in Pittsburgh, I mean, they were sky high six weeks ago. They yeah. really were. And then the Niners came to town, and it hasn't been the same since. <laughs> remember, remember the preseason? Remember how great the preseason and how great they looked? That was so much fun, wasn't it? And yet they're 3-2. and two. It just doesn't feel like they're 3-2. and two. That's the weird thing. So tomorrow, the St. Louis Blues game, you'll be there covering it. They started out, the Blues are, what are they, 1-1-1, one, one, and one. Uh, you know, former yeah. Stanley Cup champions. What's your, uh, what's your feel for the game tomorrow? Uh, the Blues aren't very good. I actually watched their game last night. They got smoked by... Uh, the Arizona Coyotes at home last night, which is never a good sign. Right. Uh, the Blues are, it's a good matchup for the Penguins. Uh, the Blues are slow. And if you want, like the Penguins smoked Washington last week. The Capitals are slow. The Penguins love playing against bigger, slower teams. As teams with quick little guys like Detroit the other night, those are the teams that usually give them trouble. The Penguins have been really good in this building the last few times they've been here. So, uh, and they're healthy too. Chris Letang got banged up, but he's going to play tomorrow night. So, uh, were I to offer gambling advice, I would probably like the Penguins tomorrow night. All right. Well, you heard it here. And then anything on football? Do you follow other games? Do you, uh... Oh, by the way, you were talking about how far is Illinois? Illinois is not far. It's like 45 minutes away, right? Oh, it's like a mile. It's like, is it it's that like close? St. Louis. Is... Yeah, I could actually. Yeah. I stayed at a hotel in Ohio a few weeks ago after a wedding. My girlfriend says, like, why become a half hour out of the way to stay in Ohio? I said, the FanDuel app it works in Ohio. It doesn't work. Because it was a Saturday night, I said, I got, you know, I got 
wagers to make, I, you know. And, and I'll tell you smiled. what, Josh, it is so deadly accurate, these apps. They know exactly where you're at. Like, literally, when I was driving yes. from California to, to Nevada, they know the second you get there, it's like, all right, we'll take your money. Let's do it. You're in a Vegas casino. You got no chance. They, they shut those out. I mean, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But by the way, I do have the South Point app now. The South Point app you guys could get on your phone. Uh, I have the South Point app, so I can just place bets right here. It's unbelievable. Josh, you were unbelievable as well. I really appreciate you being on the show. Maybe we check in with you later in the season to see how the Penguins are doing and, and how we're doing in the chase standings. Bill will let us know. I, I would love to. The Penguins are in L.A. in a few weeks in early November. I hope to see you there. All right, brother. Okay, thank you, Josh Owey. We'll be back after this with uh, Brendan Gaughan live in the studio. Thanks for watching. We'll be right back. Once you've satisfied your hunger, get ready for more of the hottest casino games in Vegas. Our 24-hour, 30-table non-smoking poker room proudly hosts all the most popular poker games with a variety of betting limits. Visit the poker room for a schedule of daily tournaments. Whether you're gonna hold them or fold them, the best place for poker is at South Point Casino. You'll notice that our craps tables are usually the loudest in the casino. If you've never played, Join one of our free craps lessons to find out what makes this game so exciting. Check with the craps dealer for schedules and give it a roll. Bingo is also an exciting way to spend your time. We offer seven sessions of bingo every day. And each session includes a cash ball jackpot, 12 bingo games, a progressive double action game, and a $10,000 bonus coverall. Electronic units are available. If you haven't played bingo with us, give it a try today. Guests can also get in on the action at our one-of-a-kind race and sports books. Two separate rooms designed to maximize your experience and comfort. Our sports book, with over 400 seats, puts you right in the middle of the action, 24 hours a day. The friendly ticket writers are happy to help, and it's conveniently located next to the famous Del Mar Deli, where you'll find supersized portions of delicious deli items like roast beef, pastrami, and Reuben sandwiches, or soups, salads, and pizza plus spectacular desserts fit for a king. And right next door is the race book, over 150 seats, each with its own TV screen. There are 16 interactive player terminals, so you can bet right from your seat. here live at the South Point Casino here in lovely Las Vegas, Nevada. This is Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero. Joining us live in studio, Brendan Gone, ladies and gentlemen. Yay, Brendan yeah, is here, baby. man. He's got the South Point gear and he brought like a little yeah. diorama. Or I, I, ha I had to bring this actually because yes, so, so cool. he was just outside the window. This is a man oh, named Dieter Liebert. He's from Germany. He's a German postal worker. This is what makes NASCAR so much better than any other sport. I know yeah. you got your Pittsburgh thing. I know. <laughs> I know all these things. But, but see, the NASCAR fan is so unique. This man works as a postal worker and makes saves up all his money so he can do two trips to oh America a year to go to two or three NASCAR races at a time. And for 20 years, he's been a fan. He brings me a die cast that, of cars that never were made of mine. Wow. So these all, but then I had this famous flip a couple years ago. And so what he did was he made the actual diorama oh, wow. of the flip. <laughs> and I just had lunch with him. At the, he's staying at the South Point. And, and so... I was like, you know what, Dieter? I'm going on air right now. And, yes. and you know, the new South Point studio, the new stuff we got going on. Yeah. I go, I'm bringing that in with me because that, it, he's just such a sweet guy. And, and like I said, he had, he, like, he had to hand make that die cast. They never made that. So he painted it, painted it all himself, broke the hood, broke the, the detail, tail, yeah. did all this stuff, made the little thing. So, and it matched. I mean, he's got even the, the scratches in the pavement that are almost identical to what was happening in the wreck. So Germans I just, are very precise. They're yeah, unbelievable. He, he, he is. Very, that's DHL. Come on. He's part of the <laughs> Deutsche Post. But but what was another funny thing that has a kind of a fun thing in the studio is I did this. I landed on my wheels. Right. Gave there's a famous interview that came afterwards. And I come back to work for, for my, my gone racing show after right. that. And, and I come in the studio. And that was when Ann was our producer. And Ann was in charge of things. Right. And she comes in with a broken ankle from like, what? Yeah, both broken ankles. Jeez. She came in. She had two broken ankles from like playing chess, a la Revenge of the Nerds or something. <laughs> and I, I'm doing. She's like, I go, and I just flipped a race car doing 218 <laughs> miles an hour, and you come in here with two broken ankles. It was, it was absolutely priceless. So, and yeah, I, how did you? I know you don't have a mic, but how did you break two ankles? 
Walking downstairs. Walking, Walking downstairs. downstairs. Yeah. yeah. And she named the one ankle Jack and the other Diane. Jill. Jack and oh, Jack and Diane. We've had Jack and Diane in our head. I, I, I got, yeah, you've got it. <laughs> right when I walked in the studio, I got Jack and Diane in my head. Thank you very it's much. It's been I in my head you. all week, and it, it's all because of Anne. And then they played it last night when I was at the championship Challenger Championship Cup. Um, you know what? Here's what I'm thinking. As a frequent traveler, air traveler, as yes. you are probably – to get that from Germany to here, how is that well, a carry-on? We, we just put it together. He, oh, the car okay. comes but out. Still. Like the, he he had it all put together. I have the stuff, you know, to to put it back apart. But I I literally was like, I'm bringing this from. Yes. I was in the Coronado Cafe and I said, I'm bringing it here for the show. Yes, I just I think absolutely. this is so cool. So now for people who yeah. don't know, uh, Brennan, Brennan uh, in this the, the South Point, this is literally the greatest hotel and casino <laughs> in Las Vegas. We're um, biased, but you yeah, but you, you exactly. But uh, pro oh, racing no. Daytona, and you're you're still off road racing. But uh, tell people who are watching this show for the or watching our show and don't know who you are, give them like a little well, Brendan bio. Yeah, that uh, I've I not big on my own bios. Well, um, just a little. I know. No, so wanna... no, so I mean, look, I've been very fortunate in my life. You know, I yeah. I, I played college football at Georgetown University. I played college basketball at Georgetown. And for those that don't know, Georgetown University does have a football they team. They do have football. I know. Everyone and as a matter of fact, goals. we just beat Fordham, the 15th ranked team in oh, the FCS. My God. There you go. Just saying, one of the biggest wins <laughs> in our in our program's history. Got to give Coach Carlotta some love. He played there when I was there. but uh, So I played college football, college basketball. But then I raced NASCAR for the last 20-something years. Wow. And uh, I retired a few years ago. Um, and it's like dog years out there. You know, yeah. I, was, I was the oldest guy for the last two and a half years that I raced. And I kept going, where's Derek Cope or Morgan Shepard or somebody? <laughs> and I kept looking around going, nope, I'm the old guy. That's like Chris Rock. You don't want to be the old guy at the yeah. club, right? Yeah, you know I, was, I was the old guy at the club. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I finally retired. And then, of course, the South Point, you know, and, and – the, the this studio in particular was you know is my dad and my family have done a lot of we've done a lot of firsts over the last six decades of my family in the yeah. casino business and we don't take a lot of credit for them my dad and my grandfather both are, are fairly low key when it comes to those things um, some of the things that we my family put the first sports book in a casino wow my you know my family invented the club the slot clubs we we've done all wow. these things we invented the pick the pros contest that you know still go on today. But a lot of these things people don't realize. But the one thing I'm making sure that nobody realizes is we are the people that invented the studio in a sports book. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the, this, the rules were changed. I mean, yeah. I played college basketball and had I got accused of point shaving in college. No, you did not. I scored five points. <laughs> there's, no, would, there's no thirty for thirty coming out I about would you. I <laughs> love to hold up two hands to say I scored six points. No. <laughs> I can only hold up one. I did not shave anything. <laughs> I got lucky to make the free throw. No, wait, okay, say, was it was it five free throws or was there no, a hoop? No, there's there's a hoop, okay. but a couple free throws. But I missed one free throw, and it was a long story. But so, I mean, I remember those days where I had to be very careful talking about the family business. Sure, I started driving for Kodak in 2004 with in for Roger Penske, and almost lost my job the week of the Daytona 500 because somebody made up a story about betting on yourself. They made a Pete Rose betting scandal out of me and NASCAR. Jeez, and so. I've always had to be very careful about the things we say about sports betting and sports and gambling. And, and all of a sudden, one day, I'm, I'm doing a show <laughs> in this studio, and is our producer, and I'm talking about the Daytona 500, and I'm racing in it. And I'm talking about betting it, and I'm basically, I had to tell everybody it was for entertainment purposes yes, only for exactly, me those days. Right, yes. But I used to say, and every time I raced... On our show, we keep it, you know, keep a, a rolling total. Right. How we do? I bet on myself to win. Yeah, why not? And I'm like, I got it. That, that's my goal. <laughs> I'm going to bet on myself to win. But I, I, talk about how far the world has come. We're sitting right here. You're in a Pittsburgh jersey. I am. We're hanging out in front of the South Point book, and we're talking about the odds. And we have in-game sports now and live in-game wagering, and and it's just to me, this is so such a turaround in life because I'm born and raised in this business. Yeah. And it used to be the bad word. Yeah. You used to have to I know, kind of, right? Gambling you know, duck, was bad. Duck, yeah, duck your head right. when you talked about sports and duck into the back room to place a know, bet on the phone. Or so something. now yeah, it's now. it's just such a cool deal, and and this studio is so special to it. my family and what we've done because this man, this was the first. It was invented right here, and so I, we're just it's so exciting to to be doing these shows and listen. You talked, you're talking to a guy in Pittsburgh, yeah, at a hockey game, yeah. getting ready to go to, to a hockey Isn't game, that crazy, and you're talking about the odds right now yeah. while he's there with. It's like that stuff couldn't happen. Ten years ago, I, probably five even, years ago, I was going to say even yeah. more recent than that. Um, Ryan, I wanted to point out Ryan's only twenty three years old. Kodak made film. Now yeah, we used to have to take pictures. That. You had did to put a roll that. into a camera, shut it, and then take pictures. You didn't. Have and you had this. to wait a couple weeks to get the you, pictures. You, you had, had to, to take yeah. into a photo mat. This and don't place. take anything racy because yeah. you know that guy made copies of your pictures. By the way, the old <laughs> yeah, photo exactly. hut. Yeah. Or they'd give you a smile, like nice pictures. Nice pictures this there, right. We had to develop. So you took a picture, Ryan. You wouldn't see it for a week. You go on. You don't even know if you got the shot. 
I still have some uh, the one-time use cameras. The you know the, the one-time use ones. Yeah, yes, I still course. got a few of those that I'm afraid to develop yes. because you're like, <laughs> ooh, what could be on that thing from yep. 35 years ago? So uh, it, there, there's yeah. a few of them in the bottom of, of the old the old bags <laughs> that you're like, yeah. Now I want to talk about first in your family one more time because when I go back at the sports book to see Chris Andrews, our sports book director, <laughs> there's a picture of your grandfather, Jackie yep, Gum, right there hanging behind us, right there. And I stopped to look at it as I was waiting to be let in to see Chris Andrews. You have to be, you know, you have to be let in, and. Uh, yeah, the Skylab. Skylab was uh, you're, you're okay. 1976. Skylab, 1976. Skylab was a satellite that was up in space, and it fell. Right? It was. We knew it was came out of orbit. Fall. Yep. And when I was on a game show, debt with Wink Martindale, it was a question Wink that Martin, I missed. Yes, I, yes, I, I won fourteen thousand one hundred six dollars on a game show. Started my whole career. Anyway, um, Skylab fell, but your grandfather posted odds <clears throat> yes. of the date it would fall. So and the location. <laughs> and the, the location. location. Um, the El, the, the El Cortez was 5,000 to 1, I think is what it was. Um, so <laughs> the, the that was actually pretty funny because my grandfather would bet on anything. Yeah. My grandfather was was just a gambler. We were just bookies from Nebraska. That's how we started. And and Jackie Gone would take a bet on anything he could. And that bet actually is what stopped, what made gaming make a law that you could only bet on sanctioned sporting events. <laughs> and that law stayed in place until about eh, four years ago when they loosened all these things up. Where now we can take bets on elections and all. Yeah. You can, now you can make goofy bets. Yeah. But back in the day, you could not. So ba- that was that was what ended it. Jackie yeah. Gaw was taking bets on where the Skylab would would, and he was taking real wagers. It wasn't a joke. I love it. Like people were betting on it. And uh, it, by the way, it landed in Australia, I believe, is I what it was. I was wondering. I didn't remember. Okay. It was in the in like near the Australian Ocean. Did anyone have Australia? <laughs> I don't know how much he won or lost on it, but I'm pretty sure knowing Grandpa, he didn't lose a whole lot on you that. You know, one. I'm gonna I'm gonna take. We'll 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 show you a picture that I'll, we'll bring it on the show on Monday. You have to see this. It's he's pointing to the and it's a chalkboard, of course. Yeah, chalkboard. I mean, you know, it's unbelievable. Now uh, you mentioned Scott. Oh, now you played basketball. At, at Georgetown, which, by the way, I'm a Pitt Panthers fan, right? So the I'm big sorry. E- <laughs> the Big East basketball, I miss that more than anything. We still got it. You uh, left. We, we still got it. And we kept the original – six of the original seven, we still got the le- – and everybody wants to talk about all this realignment. I, first of all, I think college football right now has gone absolutely cuckoo for it's Cocoa Puffs. Washington Nobody cares to watch UCLA play Rutgers. No, I'm sorry. Nobody. That is not going to be uh, – <laughs> it's just it's Well, Jeff, Jeff Parles will watch it because he's from Jersey, but he's the only guy. But, it, but it's asinine <laughs> that you it have is. these the, – you've just ruined these great rivalries. But what I loved about the Big East, what I love about what Val Ackerman has done and what, what we've – we took a basketball-centric model that everybody joked and called us the Catholic Six. Right, yeah. You can call us all you want. All I know is who's won more national championships since they started that league – the Big East, baby. The Big East, and and guys like Syracuse right now are crying the blues that they're gone. Guys like like uh, uh, Boston College and these places are crying the blues that they're not playing. Oh, I miss it. Oh, trust me, those are the best games I've ever seen. Jimmy Vaccaro just walked hey. in. I don't. <laughs> well, Anne, right Anne let him in because, but she can't stand up and stop him because she's got two broken ankles, ankles again. <laughs> I should have checked. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Jimmy Vaccaro. Hey, speaking of, you Pittsburgh. want to know why he's asking that? Why? Times have changed. Yeah. There's a picture of me and Jimmy, my father. I was maybe four years old okay. at the Barbary Coast okay. sports book. Yeah. And people are handing the four-year-old the money. <laughs> I'm handing it to Jimmy, who's writing the ticket, handing me the ticket, handing it back. And my dad's handing me the T-shirt we used to give out. And there's a picture of me sitting on the counter at the Barbary Coast, as four or five-year-old. <laughs> and like literally like taking money from customers and hand, you know, handing it to, to Jimmy. And oh, my th- God. Those guys, listen. We the guys that we have here, Jimmy, Chris, uh, Vinny. These are guys I grew up with. I'm born yeah. and raised. The, Vinny worked for my family since the '70s. Jimmy, we start. He started his journey with my dad at the Barbary Coast. Um, the most amazing group of people, of course, Uncle Jack Franzi, Chris's Uncle Jack, who uh, you know these are guys that famous to those yeah, of us sure. in, the, that, in the know yeah, that we yeah. weren't allowed to talk about back in the right, day. I know, but uh, the phenomenal people. And and we got the best guys in the world, well, man. What's it like growing up? I always want to ask people who were like, what's it like when you're 18 years old in Vegas? Uh, so, see, it's leave it to Beaver to me. It was it was just it was just normal, right? This was, was that what your dad did. You went to his work. This right. was dad's work. Um, the only difference was at 15 years old, you were at O'Shea's casino gambling, you know, playing blackjack with, and it was like homeroom. All your buddies from high school were there, and nobody really cared back in the day. By the way, O'Shea's one of it's my all time favorite. I know they they put in. They put a new O'Shea's in yeah. there. It's not the same, no. man. No, the O'Shea's that I went to, matter of fact, the pit boss, it was funny. I played there till I was 21. And then my 21st birthday, I went to her and said, Jenny, my fake name was Perry Gwynn. And uh, Perry Gwynn. he was wait, one of my best friends. Wait, why Perry Gwynn? He was wait, one wait. of my best friends, and I had oh, a real okay. ID. Oh, oh okay. I had All a real right. driver's <laughs> license, said Perry Gwynn. I'm going to, I'm just committed to the felony on air, apparently. 
But no, uh, statute of limitations. Yeah, you're, fine. you're fine. You're fine. But so I, I, I was gambling her since I was 15 as Perry Gwynn. And I turned 21 and I walked in and gave her a hug. She goes, hey, Perry, hi. I give her a hug. I go, hey, Jenny, I got to tell you, Perry's not my name. She goes, Brendan, you think all these years we didn't know who you were? I'm like, man, I can't get away with nothing in this time. I, I started stand-up in Pittsburgh at 19 and there was the funny bone. Uh, the open mic night was Tuesday night. We'd sell it out. It was when comedy was crazy. And then there was a hula hands yep. down at the end of Station Square in Pittsburgh. And I would just, we'd walk in with, I'd walk in with the other comics. Yep. I'd walk in with all the servers and they know everybody because it's the industry, you know, service industry. So on their 20, uh, my, I'm born March 4th. So it was right around St. Patrick's Day. They had their big parking lot tent party. <laughs> and I come walking up and there's Bob, the owner who's known me for two years now. And I pull out my ID. He goes, I don't need you to see your ID. And I hand it to him. He goes, Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> You've been coming in here for two years drinking underage. I'm like, oh, well. Woo! Hey, 21 now. Don't matter. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and I looked 12. So I don't even know how I got in there. I looked like, like Ryan looks old compared to me when I was 19. You look like an old man, sir. He's, just, he's buttoned up. He's, unlo- uh, he's buttoned up. Uh, you got the jersey on. I got my standard South Point. And everybody makes fun of me. This is like my standard deal. I wear hats I everywhere. It. That's a and great he's hat. Got, he's got the tie. He's looking, he's yeah, looking dapper back great. there. Hey, what's going on on live comments? Do we got any live comments you want to shout out to yeah, us? Yeah, we've got a lot of love from uh, Anna Marie Hamill, uh, class of 94, Gorman. Okay. Wow. Um, Girl Genius. Uh, Courtney chimed in. Um, a lot of people watching. Ted Fisher, yep. Okay, guy, and by the way, we, we appreciate you got member. Click that subscribe button. Share this with your friends on social media. We're doing great shows. We're having a blast. We got good shows next week too. But we still got Brendan here. We're not done with Brendan. I just wanted to thank everybody for doing that. Um, so do you look at lines or would, do you like to bet no, on I anything do. in particular? I, look, I'm born a racer. I've lost more money than most of you guys all combined, being, <laughs> you know, growing up doing this. Um, what I've learned is that I my little five dollar bet never overtakes what my daddy always needed when I was growing up. Right. And so I used to love the Denver Broncos. And I'll never forget oh. the, the Broncos Redskins uh, Super Bowl. I had my five. Oh, I, was, I was like 12 years old and I right. had 10 bucks with my buddy on the Broncos and I'm rooting for the Broncos. My dad goes, we need the other side. And I go, I want the Broncos. <laughs> and, and my dad looked at me and he goes, you see all this stuff we got? Because <laughs> you want this stuff? You do what I tell you. You root for I want you to. And, and I learned very early on that uh, – you root for who dad wants. So I don't yeah. bet much, but I pay. Absolutely. This is my family business. I, yeah, of course. Then the sports betting is what, like we said earlier, got us into this. Yeah. So I I, I always pay attention to what's going on. In, and especially in college. Look, pro oh, and college, college football. Guy. Okay. Well, pro and college football is, look, it's, it's the bread the and butter. It's the right? king. I mean, this exactly. Is, this, baseball is great. Hockey's great. But college, I believe we have German soccer today. We have German soccer. I need to get we the have... guy that made this, Dieter. Ladies I need to go get Dieter in here. He probably I, wants to German soccer. Dieter could probably give us a winner. Like, <laughs> did you think he would take... VFB Stuttgart or Union Berlin? We don't. It's a pick 'em. We Where's don't know. Dieter? I'm going to. Ta- I if can text him. If we see him. Dieter, tell Dieter to get in here. We <laughs> can close the show with Dieter giving us a winner uh, in German <laughs> soccer. Which they, they can't. It's 6:30 a.m. 6:30 a.m. So there's no. You know, Good I'm time. usually getting up at 6:30 because of the London NFL game. So bet it on your app. You can I get can, it. I can get it on there the app. Go. Is that Dieter? No, that's not no, Dieter. No, that's not Dieter. That's just some guy with it. Because he had white hair. Did Dieter <laughs> yes, he not? Did. Yeah. Okay, I saw a guy with white hair. There you I was go. like, ah, that might be Dieter. Um. So wait, let's talk about your Broncos real quick. Are they playing this week or they on a bye? No, let's see. The Broncos have uh, – where are the Broncos on this line? Oh, there we go. Oh, Green Bay at Denver, which sounds like a marquee matchup, right? Well, you would Not think it's year. the game of the week. It's Green Bay's favored by one in, De- Denver's in Denver. Denver's an underdog. At home. At home, where they one of the most dominant home field advantages ever. Yeah, I, I uh, haven't been a Broncos fan for quite a while since that day. Yeah. But uh, – <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's tough when you're when you're yeah. when you're when you're the dog at home. Yeah, that's a bad season. Yeah, and and I love that story about you. You, you love Denver and that. Su- and by the way, Washington. Let's point out that Washington killed. Did win that way. They killed Denver. And Doug that Williams game. crushed him. Yeah, Doug. Oh, Doug Williams. I was telling a story earlier this week. My first bet that I made with a friend in school on a Super Bowl was Miami versus the Niners. I took Miami. Okay, and as you know, the so then my wise idea was we'll bet five dollars. Then let's bet a dollar per point differential in that. Super oh, that Bowl. was a bad idea. Yeah. So bad I think it, I think it was twenty seven dollars. I had to pay out to him at lunch, and this is right. This is early January, uh, so it was right after Christmas. That was my Christmas, Christmas money. money. That was my yep. Christmas money, and I learned a hard lesson that day. Don't think that you can bookmake, Frank. Just if you're going to bet, do a suck. Be a prop guy that you do. Make your stupid Steeler <laughs> bets every week because the Steelers are always going to cover or win. And that was a lesson I should have learned at 16 at North Allegheny High School, but I didn't. No, I was in, I started in uh, fifth grade with Sister Mary Margaret. Okay. <laughs> and made book with Sister Mary. Uh, she was the, 
for You're me, taking nuns' money? Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. We didn't do it for money. For okay. me, it was for extra credit. Oh, okay. And if she won, it was uh, we owned the Gold Coast back in the day. It was dinner at the Cortez room at the Gold Coast. Oh my goodness. Dad had to pay my debts. <laughs> and I uh, saw so Sister Mary Margaret, who I started betting with, making book in the fifth grade. And then Sister Mary Margaret recently, there's a big story out of California. The nun that just went to jail for embezzling seventy million from a Catholic school. Yeesh. Oh, to take trips to Las Vegas to gamble. And oh that was Sister Mary Margaret. Are you serious? My dad blames me. He said I ruined her. Oh, my God. What are the odds of that? Well, yeah. we could find the odds right here at the South Point. What are the <laughs> odds of her Jimmy. being – Get Jimmy. Get, Jimmy. get Chris in here. What are the odds yeah. on that being yeah. – Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. – So, like, what's a weekend for you now? There's a lot of sports going on. Do you watch – you stay so, at the casino I mean, or you go home? First, I, I still got my gone racing show, so I still yeah, got to pay attention wanna... to that. And I still – of course, NASCAR is still close to that yeah. stuff. So – Pay that, but like right now, my son's racing, so I'm leaving actually after this. Oh, wow! I got the motorhome outside, yeah. I'm running outside, and I'm picking up my boy, and we're driving to California for his races. Oh, my god! Um, so we got that this weekend. Both my boys' birthdays are in October, so this month is hell. We had the South Point for 100. Yeah, I got two boys' birthdays, so we are uh, we're jam packed, man. Uh, October's absolutely suck for me, yeah, but it's so much fun watching boys grow up. And unfortunately, my uh, now 11 year old has been racing since he was eight, and I'm trying to keep him out of stuff like this. And just stay in off-road, but it right. doesn't look like it's going to happen because he likes it too much. <laughs> now, and just five, we'll, we'll close the show talking about this F1 race coming here. Yeah. Everyone in Vegas is excited about this. Or are they not excited about it because of the terrible things that it's done to the city and construction? Is that what you were going to say, Ryan? No, I was going to say, Bob Dell had a question for you. Oh, great. Sure. Okay. Where, what do you think is the most difficult place to race? Hmm. Uh, the most difficult track, just flat out, you, it's either Darlington or Dover. Darlington. Those are the two most difficult race tracks. If you're talking NASCAR ovals, yeah. Uh, Darlington and Dover are the two most difficult places. They are tough to get a hold of. Uh, the mo the only place you feel a sensation of speed. Um, absolutely. What do you mean by that? You feel Do at Dover, you actually drive down 30 feet. Oh my you God, actually there's right. a bump going into turn one, and you literally it's the only place we feel a sensation of speed. We actually hit it. And you hold your breath, and you go down a three-story building, and when the when it lands, you hit the gas, and Jeez. and it's it's the it's the coolest thing ever. I remember the day I was told to do it. So that one, um, tell Bob I'm not going to say Richmond because I hate Richmond, and you can fill <laughs> Richmond with a whole fill it with fish, and I still wouldn't catch a fish. <laughs> I love it. But anyway, so this F1 race that'll be in a yep. few weeks here, uh, the whole city's under construction. A lot of people are up in arms about it, but it's going to be really cool. It's going to be cool. You know, I, I think that I think the town screwed up, and I think F1 screwed up. By overpricing themselves early. Oh my God. They made a it's big ridiculous. deal out of these big stupid packages. Hotels were charging seven thousand, fifteen thousand like a night. Grand. And, yeah, right. And all these things. And I and and you know, last I looked, the hotel was at fifteen percent occupied for the weekend. Is that right? Um so now if you look, the prices are starting to go down. I did see a deal recently that uh, F one is selling locals tickets. So Nevada IDs. Okay. Uh, the Las Vegas, Nevada I addresses, two hundred and fifty bucks a ticket now. So it's starting to get back into that affordable range. Uh, I think this first year may be a little bit of a of a of a a, a, a poopy show. Yeah, right. Because of because can we say of that? can we say show? show. We can say show. show. All right, okay. Um, just because of what they did, and I think they'll regroup next year. Yeah. They'll 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 equalize everything out, and and hopefully this ends up being a place like a Monaco that becomes a. I know, right? A, Every look, year. They, they spent two hundred and fifty million right now on that on that paddock area that they're building. Yeah. So I mean, they're they're here for the long haul. Yeah. Ten I can't, years, right? I can't say I like. The mess that it's made, but you know what? If it if it can bring value and do what they want it to do, I'm all for it. And of course, I'm a race guy, so I think it will, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm I'm hope I'm rooting for the best. And it's least. a night race too. I mean, well, the not, not just a night up. race. It's 10 p.m. Yeah, at 10 night. p.m. Our uh, time. Our yeah. time. It's it's. If somebody said, "Why is it at 10 p.m.?" I said, "Because it's prime time in Europe." And they go, ah. "Well, why?" What? So I go. It's F1. It's yeah. Europe prime it's time. Europe. That's what yep. you're looking for. And so, yeah. It's, so it's, the East Coast people, you know, 1 a.m. 1 a.m. <laughs> 1 a.m. So you do. You just stay up. You watch all our old shows here on the YouTube channel. You watch Guy Racing. You watch Sports by the Book. Just, you know, get comfortable on YouTube. And then, oh, oh the F1 race is on. Yeah. Um, uh, that, Brendan, this was great. I'm glad you came in. I've heard about you. I know we wanted to meet Thank you. Thank you, Appreciate you, you being in. here with us. Oh, my God. I'm having so much fun. This concludes our second week of shows. Ryan, any, any thoughts on our second week being complete? We're at double digits. We're at double digits, <laughs> and you've won both bets that we've made. So that I, I have. have to win. Getting the double digits there. We got to think about some bets. Wait, is that? Oh, that's not. I thought for a second, I thought that was the the German guy. It's just Chris and Vinny coming. That's in. the real bosses. Yeah, that's the real bosses right there. Time for, that means it's time for us to go. It's time. Our I next know. Show. Yeah, Sports by the next Book show. is coming up with Vinny and Jeff. They're going to give you a lot of analytical and a lot of inside looks to all the college football, all the pro football. Did you guys have anything to add or say? Two hours show today. Two hours Two show, hour show today. Oh. Sports by the Book. 
We were one hour. We appreciate you guys watching. Make sure you click, hit subscribe. Get the South Point app. Take the Steelers plus three and a half. That's my pick. We'll see if I nailed it or failed it. Thank you to everybody. Always, Sean, great week. And Jack and Diane, we hate you for that, but we love you. Uh, Jerry, thanks for all the social media. And Ryan, our producer. I'm Frank Nicotero. We will see you next time right here on Punchlines Lines, live in Nevada, every show.